Stacy, this is 121 of the Threesome Podcast, and today we're going to talk some music, Stacy. I like music. We uh, did a sudden death um, earlier today on the show, so it gives up when we recorded this to some people, but that's okay. Um, Taint had inherited some vinyl from somebody, and he was going through it asking us what we should keep and what we should get rid of. And I realized real fast that... I'm really am okay with not having my record collection anymore, even though I handed it over to one person, and I'm pretty sure it was probably worth by now about a half million dollars, because right. um, it was all, you know, test pressings and stuff like that of yeah. some pretty high-end shit, but... I'm okay with it because I like my little minimalist world and having at my disposal any song I want digitally with just a search. Um, Well, uh, think back to how big they were. Granted, they were skinnier, but how big they were. Yeah. I know that, like, I was getting so sick of my piles and stacks of CDs. Yeah. You know, you have to store that stuff somewhere. You do. And when you're in the business we're in, you, you get... It cost you a money to have, a, yeah. It cost you money. You know, you have to like get storage units and shit. Like that. It's ridiculous, but you can't say no to it because it's the reason you got in this business. Right. So it, it, it was kind of uh, today. I kind of compartmentalized. It's like you know, I could do the vinyl thing if I could hold myself to task for an album that a really would be appreciated in vinyl format and b is something i like 80 percent all the way through right so with that standard what are must-haves for you okay and just so everybody knows lex literally asked me to think about this like what three minutes ago so i didn't have time to like prepare and really mull it over first i didn't either i thought about doing this coming up the steps so (laughs) you still had more time Mm -hmm. um it's very cliche but dark side of the moon uh must for me also so we can move on there uh a must have for me also would be steely dan asia never been a steely dan fan yeah you either are or you aren't right you know so i'm all the way in uh i actually had that album on vinyl when i was in high school and it just put me in a different place a very calm awesome different place 
Right. So I would have to have that. Absolutely would have to have that. Uh, we talked briefly about it before the show. Um, Terry advised Taint to get rid of uh, traffic. Uh, he had John Barley, Barleycorn must die, and he had low spark of high heel boys. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> no, you don't get rid of either one of those on vinyl. That sounds fucking amazing. See, I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't know a lot about traffic. That was never a band that I got into, so I don't. But I will tell you that on my personal playlist, um, "Dear Mr. Fantasy" is one of my all-time favorite songs. Yeah, which is, but on, I just don't like traffic. Which it's is weird. on Jar- John Bar- Barleycorn must die, and okay, um, there's all that whole album all the way through to me is amazing. So I would have to have that because it it goes past the eighty percent mark, and and it sounds amazing on vinyl. You know, with the piano and the saxes and all that stuff. Because that is one thing, especially for the kiddies listening. The one thing, you might be wondering why. Why bother with vinyl? Um, there, There's a sound difference that is noticeable with, like, the higher sounds. Yes. Um, that's it. That digital, for whatever reason, just can't quite get the same way that vinyl does. Now, so it is a different listening experience. Now, Steely Dan Asia was digitally produced originally, but it was on a digital board, but still went on analog tape and still got pressed on vinyl. So it is probably, technically speaking, perfection because of the way it was done. Yeah, it, it was, I can give you that. It was as good as it gets production wise plus their sticklers and famous for doing stuff over and <laughs> for over puking before a concert yeah i mean <laughs> i mean they they really didn't start playing live until they realized how much fucking money they could make because that's kind of the thing that's going on now uh i see somebody every day whether it's metallica whether it's stevie nicks uh, saying that there's no money in making records. The money's in touring. Right. And Metallica finally graced their fans with a record in late 2016, eight years after Death Magnetic, just because they just got sick of hearing it. But they're not going to make much money off of that. But they're going to tour. But they're going to tour for the next seven years on that album and make a fucking <laughs> fortune. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's and and you wonder why nobody's putting out new music anymore because you can't make money making music. You know, and so. it's a shame because you know, especially the older artists, you know, the the hippies and stuff that are all in their seventies and dying off quickly now. Um, originally, they got into it for the music, man, just sitting around jam sessions, maybe tripping, smoking a joint, and just playing for the love of music. And it doesn't seem that anyone's doing that for that anymore yeah you you should have seen when i went into guitar guitar center and told the guy i wanted to start playing guitar how jazzed he was that that's (laughs) i i don't want to make money i don't want to do anything other than just i'm I'm an old dude that wants to learn how to play guitar and he was like (laughs) and after that hacky sack (laughs) yeah i mean whatever (laughs) It's it's just been a dream of mine to do, and you know I got busy. I had a I had a beautiful white Fender Strat 
that I used to play all the time, and you know, life fucking happened. Right. And it happened. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, <laughs> there was a guy on my street that was in a band, and one day. You know, when I was just making shit piles of money, I just went by and went, I want you to have this. That's really nice of you, Lex. Which, at the time, I spent 600 on that guitar. Uh, I, the same guitar now is twice that. Yeah. Or more. So, you're welcome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I gave my record collection and my guitar to people that deserved it. So, I, I feel like I did the right thing. Good. And I'm I'm good with it, but yeah, I would have to have Steely Dan Asia. I would have to have Dark Side of the Moon. I would have to have David Bowie Ziggy Stardust. The Wall. Uh, I would probably have to have The Wall. Wish you were here, and for my really sadistic uh, high nights metal. <laughs> let's one uh, of these days. Yeah, let's let's I'm just gonna cut you into little pieces. Let's face it. Just give me every fucking Pink Floyd album final. <laughs> I know. Yeah, let's just let's count that as one, okay? <laughs> okay, Pink Floyd. Yeah, one. Pink Floyd one. Okay, uh, then I want David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust. I would want Jar- John Bar- Barleycorn Must Die. I would probably want Sergeant Pepper. Um, and I'm not even a Beatles fan, but that would have to be done. Uh, my pick would probably be the White Album. That's my favorite Beatles album. Cool. Um, but. If you gave me Sergeant Pepper, that wouldn't suck <laughs> at all. <laughs> you know, her Abbey oh, Road. Fine. Yeah, it's like fine. I'll fucking deal with this. But but being an audio being an audiophile thing, I almost would want like a rubber sole or revolver or something like that because their production was so pure uh, in in those times. You know, I mean, it's like. Well, that's like they, they. I've tried listening and have never really fully heard, but they allegedly say that, like, and um, when the levee breaks, Led Zeppelin, which would be one of my albums too, um, you can hear the squeak of the uh, pad of with the bass drum. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's that's awesome. See, that's cool <laughs> shit there. Yes. Yeah, you know, a digital file now will bury something like that. Right. So yeah, I mean it's it's. It's like watching a hologram and having something jump out at you, except it's with your ears. And for people that haven't heard it, you know, for you to hear your favorite song and then we play it for you on vinyl, it will would be... With headphones? Yeah. And close your eyes to sit in a dark room and actually just immerse yourself in the music? Wow. Yeah, you'd be blown away. And I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's something that was made recently or... Or, or earlier, you would it would blow your fucking mind to hear the difference between an audio file and real vinyl. And it's, uh, yeah, do you hear some snaps and pops? That's part of the cool part. Yes. So I'd have to have those. I'm trying to think what I, I probably would have to have who's next. I probably would want Led Zeppelin 2, which is my favorite Zeppelin album. Uh, once again, they meet the criteria of I like them almost all the way through. Right. Um, I'd probably would want one of the first two Foo Fighters albums. 
See, Sonic Temple from the cult would be one of mine. I love that album. Uh, 20 um, plus years later, that whole damn thing. Yeah, my cult pick all the way through would be Electric. But Sonic Temple, if you said, no, you just get this, I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and you know what else? And this is, uh, I don't know why, because I would love actually, I guess, to listen to it on vinyl it with headphones in the dark room. But Bloody Kisses from Typo Negative. Yeah, that'd be I pretty fucking cool. That would be amazing. Um, I'd want to hear uh, Kill Em All from Metallica on vinyl. Um, Seek and Destroy on vinyl would be fucking badass. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? Um, probably Deep Purple Smoke on the Water I'd want to have. Of course. Yeah. Um, God, now, now I'm... No, it's like all jumbling up. What about like Hendrix and Joplin and stuff? Hendrix, Are You Experienced? And Electric Ladyland. I'd like to have both of those. Joplin, I'm not a fan, so I don't care. Well, shame on you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't get her. I, I never have. I get why other people get her. I just don't. See, that's how I kind of feel about about David Bowie. I just, it wasn't my thing, but I don't hate people. I know, I know. You know, I was very sad when he passed away. I recognize the talent and what he has done. I, I get it, but I just have never sought him out. Oh, dude, Space Oddity on vinyl. Come on. There you go. Yeah, come on. And Ziggy Starda. Make good love with a Ziggy. <laughs> it's fucking badass. I'll never forget the first time I heard that record. It was in a friend of mine's bedroom after we were out playing football all day. And we were all muddy and cold and stuff. And it's like he put that album on. I forgot about how freezing I was and cold. And I was just like, oh, my God, what is that? He goes, it's the greatest ever. It's David Bowie. You've never heard of him? You, you fucking kidding me? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, I have Led Zeppelin at home. <laughs> Fuck Led Zeppelin. This is the dude. It's like Kenny and Cartman hanging out, you know. <laughs> and then yeah. you killed Kenny. It's like you never fucking heard David Bowie. <laughs> Turn around so I get the shit on you. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a South Park junkie. I guess I didn't know that to that extent, I guess. And my favorite episode ever is the Fish Sticks episode. I've never seen it. Oh. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you want to laugh your fucking ass off for 30 minutes, like belly laugh, cry? Fish Sticks. <laughs> okay. I mean, they blow so much shit on Kanye West, it's sick. Good. Yeah, because they, they come up with this joke. You know, and and it's like they're they're all trying to take credit for it, and then and it was during the time Carlos Mencia uh, got shit for ripping off the Cosby joke, right? So of course they worked him in there, and then uh, Kanye West was the only person who didn't get the joke. You know, and, and it's like and, it, and <laughs> it's like funny. and it's like his agent was like Kanye, fish dicks, <laughs> fish dicks, fish dicks. 
You like dicks on a fish. People are saying you like dicks on a fi- fish. Dick. And he's like, shut up. I'm a genius. It's like, now back to the drawing board. You know, and he's like drawing all this shit on the board. You know, it's like trying to figure it out. And everybody's just looking at him like, God, you dumb fuck. And it's just a simple little joke. And it's like all the, all the South Park kids are trying to take credit for it. And they're on like the Tonight Show telling the joke and everything. And somehow... Um, Carlos takes credit for the joke, and Kanye sees it on TV, so he ends up killing Carlos Mencia. <laughs> and he's like, come on, man. It's not my joke, man. I'm sorry, man. It's like, he's like, shut up. Kill him. <laughs> it's, I mean, the way it all ties in is just genius. Those guys are amazing. I know there are two people that I'd like to hang out with and just sit back and watch them work, you know, fly in the wall type thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I mean that and Daniel Tosh. I don't I don't even want to I don't even want to ruin it and meet them. You know, it's that type of thing. It's just, I don't, I don't even want to do that. I just uh I want to meet Daniel Tosh's staff cuz he features them enough in like the most horrifying embarrassing things that he does. I just want to like walk around and go, "Wow." You have my sympathies, but God, you're funny too. <laughs> yeah, I've f- felt bad many times about our staff. <laughs> that fact, wasn't a poke at you. That was, you know, but you know, it's just... the same thing. <laughs> Sometimes worse. Um, by the way, Stacy, uh, I'm just uh, going to put you on blast that uh, we are assembling the first ever Lex and Terry Hall of Fame, and we're going to narrow it down to 10 finalists. Uh, your name has been brought up several times. Uh, we In will, what capacity? <laughs> being a Hall of Fame member of the Lex and Terry Radio Network. Well, cool. Thank you. And there's some very esteemed company like producer scott and sam Cavaris and you know there's uh gobstopper laura our first listener who terry and i agreed must must be a first ballot hall of famer because <laughs> she's still with us today oh good for her yeah and uh and many many others you know of course taint peter you know, although Taint still does things for the show so uh, uh, he he's gonna have to wait a couple years when he hangs it up well, just remember, this is me now putting my little plug in for myself. JFK Jr. Booyah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not why Terry and I want to put you in, though. Oh, I think I know why, yeah. don't I? <laughs> JFK was such a small gesture compared to what you were... Oh, jeez. So... And many other things as well, you know, getting hit in the head with a golf ball, throwing up on squares after roller coaster rides full of booze. Uh, the ar- I yes threw up twice on the show. The epic arguments between you and both of us over the. I mean, there's 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 solid backing for you to be in the Hall of Fame. Not saying you're getting in, but no, I know. You know, because we're only allowing four, and one's already in, and. I, uh, to me, I'm not going to mention who, but to me, there's one slot open. Because Scott and Sam would be the other two. Seems to I be totally the, get seems that. Seems to be the consensus pick of the audience. 
so far. Yes. So I, I really have a hard time thinking one, one, either one of those two is going to be left out, but we'll see. By the time we discuss things, it becomes pretty convoluted sometimes. So <laughs> we could end up, fuck Gobstopper, Laura. We're, we're wiping this clean. You know, but just saying uh, we're actually going to do you know, a, a tribute wall. We're going to have our inductees on. And, uh, of course, our inductees will get a $25 Starbucks card. Because <laughs> yeah. you only the best. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for your years of service. Cup of coffee on us. Wouldn't have it either any other way, would you? So anyway, just uh, letting you know. Back to the music. Before you guys retire and end Lex and Terry forever, I really think that for like one day, you should have Scott back in doing the producer thing. Oh, yeah. Listen, we... And have Sam do a pep talk. And just go back to, like, the mid to late 90s, you know. Terry and I have a minimum number of the amount of years we want to do this show, and it's at least 12. We're, we're not even close to hanging it up. As a matter of fact, we're probably working harder and being more creative now than we ever have been. Cool. So... Well, allow me uh, to suck and sap that creativity. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> So, so yeah, but it's time we, uh, by the time we hang it up, we have a really healthy Hall of Fame. You know, and, and as far as news chicks go, um, as far as I'm concerned, you and Kim are top of the class. That's just me. Um, I, uh... I know Terry has a lot of respect of your complete body of work. <laughs> I was well-rounded. Yes. Uh, your I'm your, di- your d- diversity is uh, really working in your favor. <laughs> so, you know, just stay, stand by. We will uh, let you know the results uh, within the I next month I am your take so. one for the team, girl. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll never forget that. You what? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, you guys asked. It was like yeah. weird quiet. It was during a commercial break. And, you know, it's like when parents are about to yell at you and you get that feeling, you know, the hair is kind of standing up yeah. on the back of your neck. And it was just weirdly quiet in the studio. And then finally, you both just looked at me and I was like, oh, God, what's going on? And I don't remember which one of you it was. But then, just it was simply, me. thank you for getting us Creepville South yeah. Carolina. <laughs> yeah, because because that guy was Mr. Poker Face. And then all of a sudden, at 11 o'clock on Saturday night, he's like, yeah, baby, we're going to do this. I'm like, okay. We got an email the next day. You know, it's like, yeah, we're in, yeah, we're in baby. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then, uh, and then I put it all together. Hail to the V. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we'll just leave this alone because you're going to have to tell that story on the air if you get inducted. <laughs> 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 okay. 
And man, there is there is all stuff during that day that you weren't privy to. Because we had this listener, Red Wing Bill, on the golf course with us. And I remember Red Wing Bill. Yeah. He got me a Red Wings jersey. And he got me, he got completely under my skin and called me a cheater. And I slammed on the brakes on the golf cart. And the golf, <laughs> and the cart behind us ran into us. And the, the, the guy went, almost went through the windshield. <laughs> That's a good way to and, uh, woo. And I, and I literally looked at him and I went, there's probably a plane tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he goes, he goes, I drove. <laughs> yes, Alexis. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what color it was? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was white. <laughs> the upholstery was like a creamy tan. <laughs> I'm sure at one point it was. <laughs> but anywho, good luck, Stacy. Well, people, tweet text. Look at you lobbying, man. Look at you. Damn it. <laughs> no, I will be happy for whoever makes it in, honestly. Yeah, listen, if you don't make it in this year, you'll, you'll make it in probably year or year after but <laughs> five years tops <laughs> it won't be that long <laughs> i still have some influence on this show <laughs> <laughs> some all right so um <laughs> this is stacy We uh, we got off kilter on our uh, music. I just want to make sure we don't miss anybody. I, I, I've always wanted to ask you, because I, I seem to be in the minority, but do you like U2? <sighs> the, the old stuff. I mean, Thank you know, you. growing up with or without you is part of my and everyone my age's childhood. Where did you it can't st- not... Where did it stop know. with them? <sighs> Because anything after Rattle and Hum, I don't give a shit about. Well, I'm trying to think. I saw them in Tampa. That would have been late 90s. So I'm going to say I didn't recognize any of their new stuff then. <laughs> Just their old stuff. So anything before late 90s. How's that? I got uh, flown to Boston for a BCN show in a club with them for the boy tour when they came to the States. And I left totally mesmerized. I was like, oh, my God, they are fucking unbelievable. And each album that went by, I became less and less and less of a fan. There was that moment when they decided, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but they basically switched places with In Excess. Yeah. Suddenly, In Excess sounded like U2, and suddenly U2 sounded like In Excess. Well... (laughs) Well, you two to me, when they put their whole album on the iPod thing. That, I don't even have any Apple that, products, and that would have pissed me off. That was that was the end for me. That was it. I was just like, I'm done. Don't care. It sucks. 
You know what is done for me? I don't know how often you actually look at the podcast Facebook page. If you could go there now and scroll down to the Metallica image that I posted. I will check it out. Hold on a sec here. What's wrong with uh, Metallica? No, it's just kind of, I don't know. They're just old and they're, they're, sellouty, but that's what happens I when you get they old. Are. It's my favorite I'll, fucking band, bitch. The Napster thing is still kind of salty. I completely have their back on that. Do you want to work for free? No, but that's what tours are for. We've already established that. Let's see. No, I mean, that's you should get paid for both. How far down is it? Um, it shouldn't be that far. <clears throat> it's just an image, not a story. <clears throat> yeah, there, let's me. see. The bargains thing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sing it in your head like, you know, one. Which song is Oh, like one? Okay. <laughs> All right. That's yeah, pretty damn funny. <laughs> Look at these deals. Look at these things. <laughs> <laughs> Bargain! Imprisoning me! <laughs> All that I say! <laughs> Absolute savings! What a great deal! What a great find! Look at these jeans! Damn, I look sexy as hell! <laughs> See, it's fun. Yeah, Isn't it, is. it fun? <laughs> well, all their songs are fun. But look at him. He's just sitting there like a sellout douche. So, you know. Listen, he's not a sellout. They, they, uh, they won me over when I took Samantha to Belle Isle. Detroit. Yep. That's right. Lex came to Michigan and loved it. I did. I uh, loved, loved the whole experience. And they put on an amazing fucking show and they're not jaded they came out the day before as a cover band called Duhan and <laughs> and played and played kill 'em all uh all the way through and uh, what was the album right before that was it one i think they played no one idea. i think they played one and kill 'em all all the way through and it was amazing on a, on a almost like a truck bed stage. <laughs> okay, that's fun. Yeah, I admit. But they're they're total fucking pros. I mean, they they were so good, so so good. Oh, not in any way denying that. Yeah. No, I mean, I I wreck. But look at him. Look at him in that picture. So what? So he twenty went, years ago. So he went shopping in our money. Who cares? <laughs> it's not very rock and roll. Just saying. That's all. Do you know how hard it is to live up to that fucking image at all times? Then maybe they shouldn't, like, make that image. How's that? That is his image. You know, maybe he's going shopping with his kids and shit like that, and he doesn't want... You know, you get you make the case if he's doing that. If he dresses up like a biker and Metallica guy, then he looks like a total douche. <laughs> it's like, God, dude, do you ever, like... <laughs> Come off nice of this? bandana. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't have it both ways. That's not fair. It's fine. You suck as a person. 
I do. If you were directing that at me, I do. It's very negative. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> that's that's me. It is. <laughs> I miss negativity. All right. So, what other album would you have to have on vinyl? Um. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Probably Alice in Chains. That five song EP with like Angry Chair and stuff uh, on it. Wood? Yes. Yeah. Because that would sound amazing with your headphones on on vinyl. <clears throat> I would like to have Nirvana Nevermind on vinyl. Mm hmm. Um. That's probably it from the grunge era. After all, it is grunge. So, you know. No Soundgarden? The, the, the vinyl. No Chris Cornell's voice in the high end? Maybe, but but I think I have some 70s stuff left that I still would cover it more. Uh, James Taylor? Free Fire and Water. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, bad Company, Bad Company. You know, I worked for years in like rock slash classic rock, and there are some bands that I have played so much that I, if I never hear them again, I'm not going to care. Boston would be one, Bad Company another, and sometimes Rush. You have to catch me in the mood, though. Yeah, um, I understand what you're saying. We were asked to play them a lot, but uh, still, in the end, it's a great body of work and a great album all the way through, and I'd, I'd like to hear it at its finest. Yeah. Um, Neil Young Harvest. <gasps> Pretty much anything, or, Neil Young. Or after the gold rush. It, it, it'd be hard to pick between those two, but if you gave me one or the other, I'd be cool with it. Um, Somehow I have managed to see Neil Young more than like any. I, I think I've been to at least three of his shows. And I don't know really how or why because I love Neil Young, but not love Neil Young. Just somehow he always seems to be around when I have the itch to go to a concert, I guess. I yeah. Don't know. I uh, would want Tom Petty, You're Gonna Get It. Mm. I would want uh, Black Sabbath Paranoid. Or Masters of Reality, one of the two. Um, let's see. Alice Cooper Killer. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm, I'm not. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no, it's not that. Nothing. It's all good. Well, say say what you're laughing at. Otherwise, people don't get it. No, it was nothing. His Some guy he worked with, I think, wrote a lot of his songs. I don't know if he was always in his band or whatever. Dick Wagner. He was from Saginaw. And that's, and? That. that's and that, all. That's funny? It kind of is. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, it just was. Yeah, it's a great record, whoever wrote it. Yes. Um, Humble Pie Smoking. Mm. Not a song on that record I don't like. Uh, let's see, what else? You know, I feel bad because I, now I've been out of radio for so long, like the rock radio thing, that my knowledge has gone. I used to be very knowledgeable for like a chick my age back then. 
of like rock and stuff, classic rock, and it's all gone. It just vanished. The first Almond Brothers album, mm. or Eat a Peach. I'd be cool with that. I bet you would. Leonard Skinner, nothing fancy. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Steely Dan can't buy a thrill. Um, Aerosmith toys in the attic. Journey Infinity, the first Foreigner record. <laughs> I'd probably have to have a Sticks uh, vinyl of some kind. I probably would want Grand Illusion. You realize that basically what you're doing now is you have created this huge giant record collection that you're going to have to store someplace again. Uh, I think I'm <laughs> the up whole ar- point was keeping it like tiny. I think I'm up around 25 or 30, and I could handle yeah. that. All right. Because I'm I'm running out of ideas. <laughs> I know. I just kind of threw mine out there. Because once typo again, negative. Because I don't the like cult. the 80s. I don't like the 80s and the grunge yeah. era. The grunge era. Twisted Sister just doesn't translate no. well. <laughs> I did have Quiet Riot <laughs> on album, though. <laughs> I'm sure it's somewhere still here in my mom's house. I don't know if it makes a difference to hear Van Halen 1 or 2 or, you know, any I of I bet the- you it would. The guitar, yeah. the screaming guitar, that high-end sound and stuff. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's, it's after the yeah. Most of the stuff I want would probably be very retro, very seventies, sixties type stuff. Totally dorky, but um, symphonic Pink Floyd. You know, like back in the nineties when they did that thing where some orchestra recorded all the Pink Floyd songs yeah. just as like a music thing. I think that would be fun to listen to on album. Probably. <gasps> oh. It's not the whole album, but actually probably the whole album. In the 90s, Paige Plant, when they redid Cashmere. Remember that version of Cashmere with all the drums yeah, and stuff? Yeah, don't care. Really? Yeah. I think that would be fun. Yeah, don't care. <sighs> if I'm going to do that, then I want something else besides Led Zeppelin 2. Probably Led Zeppelin 4. I'd want to have those two albums. Oh, physical Graffiti or In Through the oh, Outdoor. Yeah, I, I mean... In Through the Outdoor was my least favorite Led Zeppelin album, but Houses of the Holy would be awesome. I mean, you know, let, I got I went and it. saw Page Plant when they did when they traveled with the orchestra. Yeah. And I sat there the whole time because I'm thinking, okay, what song would probably translate the very best into orchestra? And I would think, um oh, crap, now it's gone. What's the In the Evening, that's what it yeah. is. They didn't play that one. I was like, Are you freaking kidding me? It just should have been, but they didn't. Yeah, I just did not but like that But everything else album. was great. Really. I did not like that album at all. I didn't like one song on it. See, When the Levee Breaks, my all-time favorite Led yeah. Zeppelin song, followed closely by Ramble On, just because it's such a fun little jam. Ramble On, I'm definitely with you on that. Um <clears throat> I like some of the offshoot stuff, like Night Flight on Physical Graffiti, um, uh, No Quarter, definitely top three for sure. Um, The Ocean, great song. And uh, probably my uh, Led Zeppelin delight that's a little offshoot is Lemon Song. 
I was thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> Rock on, Lex. Heartbreaker, living, loving me. I mean, God, there's so fucking many. Let's right. face it. Maybe there's just some bands you have to have them all on vinyl. Yeah. You know. The, Pink Floyd, definitely. Yeah. I I probably would love the Who collection on vinyl because I'm a huge fan. So who's next? And Tommy. Tommy on vinyl is unbelievable. So that's how I heard it the first time. Nice. I was over at a friend's house. I think I was like maybe seven, eight years old. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how old I was. I, I just know um, that his older brother had that. And, you know, there was some pretty twisted up shit on there, like Uncle Ernie. And, yes. You know, Uncle Ernie. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Pinball. I'll never forget the first time I heard Pinball Wizard. I was just sitting there staring at the speaker like, I like this. I don't know what it is. I don't know who it is, but I like it. And uh, I remember my friend's brother coming around the corner going, you like The Who? And I'm like, what? He goes, The Who. And I went, Who? I'm second. He goes, that's the name of the band, The Who. I went, oh, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. He goes, well, you can't have it. (laughs) And then pushed you down and kicked you in the ribs. Pretty much. The buzzer went off a while ago, just an FYI. Yeah, that's cool. Um, okay. Great podcast. Enjoyed it very much. We didn't much. fight. Yeah, we shouldn't fight. <laughs> and I didn't ask Lex if he wanted to have sexual relations with anyone. That's right. Thank <laughs> you for not asking me. I don't think I swore a lot I, either. Thank you for not asking me if you. I didn't want to bang David Gilmore or Pete Townsend or Robert Plant or. I know, would still so bang. Any other sophomore. David Gilmore. <laughs> thing you come up with <laughs> grow, just because grow the f up stacy i'm trying trying really hard lex all right well you can try next time on episode 122 we are at <laughs> <laughs> 121 yes Wait. we are we are out of here on 121 bye bye <laughs>